Alright y'all, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I know it's been a few weeks. Um, welcome back. Uh, I'm pretty excited to to have this episode. I think that it's, necess- it's definitely necessary for me and I'll get into why. And I think it'll be you know helpful for anybody who's gone through injuries as a dancer or might potentially in the future just because you never know what can happen. Um, and like I said, I just hinted at it. This episode is going to be pretty focused on... Um, I guess the after effect or the recovery process, I would say, um, from healing from an injury as a dancer. Uh, Unfortunately, what was it? In July, mid-July, I tore my my meniscus in a dance class and ended up getting surgery a while later. And I'm currently in the the rehab physical training process to get back to, you know, being 100% and being able to dance. And I absolutely hate that process. I won't lie to you. it's bringing out a lot of impatience, uh, a lot of insecurity, a lot of FOMO, right? Seeing all my friends in class and being in group chats and talking about going to class and, you know, just missing out on, on dancing, which is what I love to do. And so I wanted to, to make this episode for, you know, myself to, to get these thoughts out um, in an eloquent manner. I don't want to just complain over here for 20 minutes. But also, you know, kind of provide insight on my mindset, kind of what I've struggled with, and then things that have helped me, you know, make this process a little bit easier, a little bit better, again, day in and day out. It's, you have good days, you have bad days, but that's with anything, right? And so I had four main points that kind of just immediately jumped off the top of my head that I wanted to kind of talk about. And so I think the first thing, and that's the one of the most important things for me, I wrote down is... It's inevitable as an athlete. You you know, you put the work in to minimize the chances of you getting injured. You we, we stretch, we eat well, we get good sleep, you know, we wear the right shoes, whether it be in dancing or in any other sport. Um, but the reality is is that injuries just happen. Like the way I got injured in class is I was doing a freestyle and I just I hit my knee incorrectly the the wrong way in class and I actually was talking to a PT um, a few months later and she actually was a dancer and was asking me about you know the way I dropped and she was kind of breaking down you know to properly drop on your knees in a class you should do x y and z and I had never heard of that I had no idea that there was a proper way to you know drop on the ground in a class I just saw something that looked cool and I wanted to do it and as a result I caused an injury but you know again it's it's an inevitable process it's an inevitable part of being human and then especially being an athlete like we can be as safe as we can we can wear all the right equipment right but we all know like it freak injuries happen and this isn't a freak injury but just injuries period happen right twisted ankles whatever and so i think that's something that getting that through my mind has been really important because i was beating myself up about it because the the injury happened at the end of the choreo and i i was technically freestyling so i kept telling myself like oh if i just didn't even freestyle i would have still kept dancing if i did any other move i would have kept dancing but like that doesn't help you right beating yourself up about whatever the play was or whatever the event was that got you injured um isn't worth it and i think something that also really helped me right if you get injured playing basketball if you get injured in dance class you get injured playing volleyball you know you're getting injured doing something that you love, right? And it doesn't necessarily make it better, but it's like, for me, I felt better because like, okay, I got injured doing what I love and 
it happened, right? And so that's been something that's been really important for me, just to kind of help move past the injury and accepting that, you know, they happen. I'll get injured later on again because I'm going to keep dancing for the rest of my life. So it just comes with the process of using your body in in unique ways, especially something as versatile and putting your body through so many things such as dancing. So if any dancers who have been injured or are stressing about injury, obviously injury prevention that we can do is the utmost importance. And I'm going to start focusing on that more. But just acknowledging that when or if it happens that, you know, there's not much that we can do. It's, it's, it tends to be out of our control. Um, and then a second one that has really been important for me with my recovery process is thinking in the long term. I, I tend to just in general uh, kind of ignore the long term and, and focus on like the here and now. And that's just kind of for the most part how my brain works. I have to make myself think long term more, to be honest. Um, and that's been a detriment in terms of me not having that long term focus lately because with this injury, I want to get back as soon as possible. I want to get back quicker. I was talking to to some of the, you know, the physical trainers asking how soon I can get back. And they were really emphasizing that I need to take my time with this recovery. I need to do rehab every day. I need to allow my knee to to fully heal because, again, it's not about rushing the comeback, you know, getting in class before the year ends and I'm dancing by October, but next year because I didn't fully heal and I didn't fully go through the whole process, the whole timeline that I should have, you know, now I'm dealing with the repercussions down the line. And, you know, I think that's something that's really important for me to realize is like, okay, I want to dance. I don't want to just dance through the end of this year. I want to dance for the next 10, 12, 15, 20 years, right? And if taking the, you know, the long route with this recovery means I miss out on dance classes and opportunities in the short term, then I just have to be okay with that because that means in the long term, when those opportunities inevitably come back around because they will, and I have to tell myself that I'll be okay and I'll be prepared and I'll be ready um, because I don't want to regret looking back on when I was healing and when I was trying to go through that process and I was speeding it up or I was trying to skip steps or I was getting into class earlier than my doctors were recommending or I knew I should. So again, for any dancers who might have that issue of wanting to get back into it quickly, whether it just be because you haven't danced in a week through two to whatever reason, or if you are injured, and that's why I think it's really paramount for us to think about the long-term reason and figure out like, why are we, why are we dancing and why are we healing? We want to do this for the long run. And whatever that recovery process looks like, whatever we miss out on, it'll be okay because once we are healed, you know, we'll be in a position to seize that opportunity again. And then I think another aspect, and I hinted, I hinted towards this third one, and I don't know which episode, but a few, one of my solo episodes, but I wrote down, um, you know, for myself, I found that one, once I started taking dance seriously, realizing how many aspects of, you know, go into dancing, whether it be your, your mental preparation, whether it be the type of professional dancer you want to be, whether it be what type of choreo you want to focus on, whether it be what your style is. Um, I've kind of tended to push all that to the side and I'm 
solely focus on going to class and learning choreo, which is great, right? Because you're networking, you're, you're dancing, so you're getting better. But it's really easy to overlook all of the other aspects of dance that aren't as popular, right? Like if you're thinking about like, okay, I need to develop a style for myself, you know, you can't post that video on Facebook or Instagram. Nobody's posting on Facebook anymore anyway. But you can't post that video on Instagram and get likes when you're just thinking about what style you want to present in class. And so what this injury has allowed me to do is it's forced me to tap into the other aspects of dancing that I've overlooked. And, you know, I don't know, I'm sure I probably would have thought of these things throughout the process anyway if I wasn't injured. But me being injured and not having any I can't be in dance class actually dancing. It's forced me to find other ways to bring dance in my life. And what that's looked like so far is, okay, like, let me actually see, like, what do I want my style to be? Um, you know, do I really want to be signed to an agency? I do. Um, what, you know, what else do I really want out of dancing? What kind of choreographers do I want to go after? What kind of style do I really want to make my own once I can dance again? What kind of, you know, what kind of training schedule do I want to have to really improve as a dancer. And so what I've actually really benefited from is finding out what my style will be. Um, I would like it to be really street, you know, baggy clothes, NBA jerseys. I realize I like to, I dance better. At least I feel more confident when I dance in a hat. I don't know why, I think maybe I can grab it, right? But all these things that I didn't really think about or maybe I would kind of consider it, but then I'm immediately back, you know, figuring out the eight count, you know, stepping back, being, you know, forcibly stepping back has still allowed me to fill dancing in my life just in a different way. And so now I'm even more excited to go back because now I'm excited to, you know, buy some more NBA jerseys to dance in, buy some more baggy clothes, go to specific choreographers and figure out, um, you know, if that's the style I want to go into, you know, train differently because I've talked to people who, you know, have told me different ways, right? So I think, again, for any dancer who might be injured, I think it's a great time to really take a step back and consider what we've been overlooking and finding out, you know, once you get back in that studio, what you want to do differently or if, if you think everything you've done is perfectly fine. And honestly, that can be anything in life, right? If you had to take a step back from something, there's definitely other ways to kind of inform you about what you can do differently. I know I've used basketball as an example a lot. But when I listen to a lot of dance podcast, not dance, when I listen to a lot of basketball podcasts and it's been about a recovery process, almost every single time the injured player is always talking about how they were able to see the game differently because now instead of looking at the game while playing it and you're making split second decisions, they're on the bench and you're watching film with coaches and you're seeing how you're seeing the game differently and it adds a new level of exposure and understanding and all these players have always talked about once they get back to the court um you know that time on the sideline really helped inform their decisions of what to do differently or do better so i think for again any dancer who's struggling with that that's something to still have you know dance within you you're not physically moving no but once you get back to it you have all these things that you've done on the sideline to really kind of inform yourself once you've kept moving and the fourth and probably the most important point that I really have to hit home, and it kind of ties into the thinking long term, the note I have is trusting the recovery process. Um, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not the type to have a bunch of questions. Like, And I'm thinking as an example, I'm thinking of 
uh, I remember when I went on an apartment tour for my, um, in college with my parents, I didn't really have that many questions. I didn't ask about the rent, probably because I didn't pay for it at the time. I didn't care about the square feet. I didn't care about the alarm system. Like, I didn't have any questions because, I was, you know, I was younger. I was more mature. I wasn't as mature. And I trusted, right? I trusted that my parents knew that the apartment complex wasn't good. I trusted that my mom would ask all the, the necessary questions if she needed to. Um, but I've noticed with this recovery process, I've been not critical, but I've been I've asked a lot of questions and I think it's very important as the dancer, right? Or as a person who's receiving a surgery to ask those questions because at, at the end of the day, it is your body. But also at the end of the day, these professionals who are doing the surgery, who are giving you your rehab have years and years worth of experience and would not be in the position that they're in if they weren't an expert. And so I found myself kind of being critical and, and wondering if they really understood like what I was going through. Like I was talking to some friends about how um, when I've talked to the different PT um, men and women who have asked me about the injury and the timeline and I'm, I really emphasize like, I don't want to just recover just to walk normally. Like I need to dance professionally. So I need you to, to be extra involved. And I've had to, you know, sit back and really trust that, okay, these individuals know what my goals are and they know it, you know, needs to be done to to let me heal properly. This is not a wild once in a lifetime injury. You know, a partial meniscal meniscus tear is pretty common. So they know what they're doing. And so I think for me, it's been a good mix of like, okay, ask the questions, make sure that you're getting the proper help that you can get. But also, I just need to trust the process. And so for anybody else who again is dealing with some kind of injury, or if they if they are in the future, you know, trust that these doctors and these medical professionals are like they say, they're professional and that they'll help us get back into a position to, you know, be back on the dance floor, be back into whatever physical activity that, that people love to do. So those are just a quick of the four thoughts. Um, I could really go into more just about the, the isolation. You know what? I will go into more. Let's keep going. I think another aspect of it that really is hard is the, the mental aspect of just missing out because you know going from every day having a dance schedule to just being at home I think that's a really hard part so I feel like what's important for dancers is not to always have like a contingency plan of what to do with their day once they're not dancing but just important to you know know that if they're not dancing for a period of time that to have something else to get into um so yeah I think that for any dancer who is going through injuries uh, feel free to, to hit me up. Any dancer who has already gone through an injury where they have to sit out for a while, please reach out. Let me know how you dealt with that process and what that, you know, coming back and actually dancing was for you. So hope you guys enjoyed this quick little solo episode. I know it's been a minute. It's, the solo episodes are always shorter just because, again, it's just me talking. I don't want to talk too long. But um, for everybody who has not seen me in dance class and doesn't maybe know me personally, that is why I haven't been there. Um, I haven't injured, but I will be back and better than ever soon enough. So everybody, please make sure that you guys are taking care of your bodies, stretch, um, do yoga, whatever you have to do. But I um, appreciate you guys checking out this episode and we'll get back onto it with, um, you know, inviting guests and sharing their stories. So appreciate y'all and I'll check y'all later. Peace.